a lot of times we want other people to help us with a vision that we haven't even seen yet or that we haven't even made plain so when you write the vision and make it plain so they that read it can run with it meaning the people that God will be aligning into your life the people that God will be bringing in to help you and to support you on this mission and with this vision they need to be able to see what the vision is Welcome to the Code of Confidence podcast, where we have candid, encouraging, and uncomfortable conversations around confidence. I am your host, Desi Inspire, the empowerment juggernaut, also known as the Confidence Queen. And we're here to crack the codes that are keeping us from tapping and stepping into full, complete confidence. And guess what? We're now creating our own. So let's get started. I am your host, your girl, your queen sister, Destiny Inspire, and I'm so excited that you tune in. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and comment on this podcast whenever you get a chance and there's something that resonates with you. I want you to share it. I want you to tell other people about it to encourage them to crack the codes to their own confidence as well. I want to read this quote. We are not stuck in the rut of destiny. We have the power to break free, clear our vision, and see a new life for ourselves. A quote by Tony Clark. I'm going to read that again. I like it. We are not stuck in the ruts of destiny. We have the power to break free, clear our vision, and see a new life for ourselves. A quote by Tony Clark. And so the reason why that quote is important, because as we're going into a new year, the year of our Lord, 2022, it's important that we always circle back about vision. And vision is not cliche. Everyone says it, but that's good. Everyone should say it. Everyone should talk about it. Because the good book, the B-I-B-L-E says that without a vision, the people perish. And that is Proverbs 29 and 18. So literally every year we have to reevaluate the vision for our lives the vision where we see ourselves and where we see God taking us. I think far too many of us get comfortable and complacent going through the motions of life. Like if you get a good job or, you know, you get married or you settle down, whatever that is, we get caught up in the mundane things of life, like doing the same thing over and over. And as long as we are comfortable, we're okay with it. But the problem with comfortability is it's an enemy of success. Because whenever we get comfortable and we get complacent while being comfortable, nothing in us will, will make us strive for more, strive for greatness. And I want to remind you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, greatness is in you, right? Greatness is on the inside of you. And a lot of times we see the greatness in others, but we don't even identify the greatness on the inside of us, right? Which is why I love what I do as a, a, a master certified life coach and a confidence coach, because I help women extract the greatness that is already on the inside of them, right? And a lot of times we don't see that greatness because we're waiting for someone else to affirm it. Or, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that naturally. So even as children, even as we're coming up, many times there weren't people who affirmed that greatness that was on the inside of us to even let us know that we were capable of accomplishing anything, of doing anything, of becoming anyone. And so as we're preparing for this year, I want with everything in us to go back and reevaluate our vision, right? What was your vision for this year, the year of our Lord, 2020? 
because many of us gave up on vision after 2019, right? After the year uh, 2019 and 2020, right? 2020, perfect vision, right? And when the pandemic hit and when life turned to crap for a lot of people, we then began to throw away our vision because we didn't see it manifesting the way we thought that it was going to happen. But I'm grateful that God allows us to practice gratitude and be grateful for whatever we're in. And I've done an episode on gratitude before because it's so important because for one, when you stop and you become grateful for where you are, where you've been through and for where you're going, you can see life through a different lens, right? So when 2020 was coming in, everybody was like gung-ho on 2020, the year of perfect vision, because that's like a cliche that we've always said, I got 2020 perfect vision. But if we ever took the time to study and learn, we would have known. And it's something that I studied before 2020 came in because I even thought it was like, cool, like, oh man, this is cool. I'm going to do a 2020 vision planner, 2020 conference. And then God spoke to me was like, look up what it really means. And so when I studied it, I learned that 2020 vision was the way we measure normal vision, right? It's a, it's a fraction, right? If you go to your ophthalmologist, when you say you have 2020 vision, meaning in comparison to a normal person's vision, this is where you stand. But it was never designed or deemed to be perfect vision. And so when things started happening in our life in 2020 and it wasn't the vision we thought it should be, now we were upset. We thought somebody lied. We was like, such and such told me that this is the year of my perfect vision. But you were claiming 2020 vision. 2020 is not, was not, will never be perfect vision, right? And so something that I, impress upon my queens every year is to study and seek God and find out what is he telling you for your life. Yes, we have corporate words and we're a part of a, a certain body of or group of people, but as an individual, as a head of your home, as a leader, as a queen, you have to know what God is speaking to you, right? And so we have to revisit the vision. So what has been your vision for this year? What was your vision for last year? And somewhere along the way, you got knocked off course and you stopped executing on the vision. Or in other words, I say you stopped making the vision visible. In January, I did um, a virus proof vision, vision building party, right? So it wasn't vision boarding, it was vision building, meaning we're strategically building it out. And that's what I'm doing again this year, um, except in Atlanta for, and we're going to go virtual as well for my queen experience. It's about not only believing for it, because yes, belief is important, but apart from just believing for it, God has given us the power to build for it. So my question is, how are you now building out the vision for your life? Okay, so I want to, I want to read a definition I looked up for a vision, and it's the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. The ability to think about or plan the future with imagination and wisdom. Here's the thing. All you have to do is envision it first. I practice visualization with my queens a lot when we're in our coaching sessions. And I always say, if you can see it, then you can see it. I mean, if you can close your eyes and envision that thing in your mind, in your mind's eye, then when you open your natural eyes, you have the power to now make that vision visible and walk it out. But a lot of us, we don't have vision. And that's what the Bible says in Proverbs, without a vision, the people perish, right? When we don't, even the greatest companies, businesses, 
They have visions for that business, visions for that company, where we see it going, where our goals are, are headed. And so even as people, we have to have that same type of drive and grit and grace for our life. We have to have a vision. Even if we don't see it manifesting the way that it should, it doesn't mean throw away the vision. When the pandemic first came, my vision and my goal was to travel more and speak more, um, to speak at more events, to speak and change more lives. Now, here's the thing. If I was only going by my sight and what I could see was a global pandemic, what I could see was planes getting shut down and, and venues and events getting uh, shut down. If I looked at it with my sight, that's what my sight could see, my natural eyes. But with my vision, because I, I wrote out the vision that God showed me for my life, the vision may not have come to pass the way we thought it would have traditionally, which is jumping on planes, flying, driving in big buildings and, and arenas or events. But I still did more speaking in the year 2020 than I had in any other year of my speaking career. Why? Because I held on to my vision. Everything was virtual. I spoke in other countries virtually that I would have never reached had not we been in a global pandemic. But because I held on to the vision that God gave me, God gave me a vision that I would speak to other people. So my confidence, the code for my confidence was if God said it, I'm still going to stand on it. If God said it, I still believe it. The Bible says, throw not away your confidence, which has a great recompense of reward. Had I thrown away my confidence and my vision, I wouldn't have been able to make it visible. I would have spoken in countries like Africa and Nigeria and all of these places. I even got clients from other countries, from Bali, from, from all, all kinds of places. Why was that? Because I held on to my vision. And many of us, we can't hold on to a vision we never envisioned in the first place. We can't hold on to a vision that we never took the time to envision in the first place. Like literally, you have to put out the categories of your life, right? Family, faith, finances, fitness, whatever those, whatever that is, your, your entrepreneurship, whatever it is, you have to write the vision, like literally write it out on paper, decide, seek God to see where do you want my family in the next year? Where should my business be moving in the next year, right? Where do I want to see my health and my finances at? You have to set goals for your life. And we'll do, I'll probably do another episode on goal setting by itself, but you have to have a vision. And no matter what happens, no matter what you face or have to fight through, you have to believe that you can make that vision visible. It may not happen the way you thought that it would have, but all of that, even when things go wrong, you're building grit. You're building determination. You're learning how to navigate through difficulties. What you're really doing is you're developing resilience. And I always say resilience is my superpower because it is the ability to bounce back from any difficult situation. It is ability like when you stretch a rubber band and you let it go and it goes right back into shape. It's the elasticity of your faith. And that's what's being built even when the vision doesn't turn out the way you thought it should because sometimes it won't. But the Bible says, though the vision tarry, wait for it. Wait for it because it, it shall come and it will not tarry. Even if it looks like it's tarrying, it's still right on time. But if you give up hope or if you've never even sat down to envision your life, you will find yourself living in the same cycle year after year and calling it living. Calling that life on really you are just existing. 
really you are just merely getting by. And I made a decision a couple years ago. It hasn't even been long that I'm tired of just getting by. I'm tired of just existing. I'm tired of living, living in mediocrity when I should be manifesting more. And so that's the code. What, what is your code of confidence when it comes to your vision? Another scripture in Habakkuk 2, we, we hear this every year in January. Write the vision. Make it plain. Now, what's interesting is in that scripture, Habakkuk 2, it talks about write the vision, make it plain, so they may run that read it. Now, I interpret that as saying a lot of times the vision that God gives us is so big that it's going to take more than just us to carry it out. So when you write that vision down, it's just like when you have a company and you're hiring people, you want them to be in alignment with the vision for that company, the vision that you see them going in. So you have the vision, you have the mission written out for them to read. And now when I read the vision, I can run with the vision. If you haven't actually written out the vision, written out where you see it going, then how can, how can you expect someone else to be on board? A lot of times we want other people to help us with a vision that we haven't even seen yet or that we haven't even made plain. So when you write the vision and make it plain, so they that read it can run with it, meaning the people that God will be aligning into your life, the people that God will be bringing in to help you and to support you on this mission and with this vision, they need to be able to see what the vision is. You have to be able to articulate it. No, they won't see it the way you saw it, but if you can articulate it in a way that is just enough for them to run with. Again, what was the definition of vision? The ability to think about or plan the future with imagination and wisdom. So first I have to imagine it. Think about the most amazing things you've seen now, the whole metaverse. If you've ever, I, I got an opportunity to put on the, the Oculus goggles and look into the metaverse. Can you imagine that somebody saw it before they ever saw it? Somebody had to vision it before they can make it visible. Now, can you imagine all the people saying that's impossible? That's stupid. It doesn't make sense. But because they were able to write the vision, make it plain, and then make that vision visible at some point in time. So whatever, whatever God has put in your heart, whatever you are seeking, whatever you are desiring, write that vision, make it plain, lay out the areas of your life and seek God and say, God, what is it that you want me to do? Where is it? Or do you want to take me? And here's the thing, when we're in God and our heart is wrapped up in him, the Bible says he will give us the desires of our heart. Why is that? Because when we become one with God, the desires of his heart becomes our desires. So really, he's giving us what he wants for us anyway. But once we're in alignment, we're in sync with him. Our heart is his heart. It's like when you're in love with somebody, or you love somebody, your desires become similar. Your vision for where you see that relationship is similar. And if it's not, you usually don't end up together very much longer. But when you are and you're in sync, the same desires of that person's heart become the desires of your heart. So when God says he'll give us the desires of our heart, once we're in alignment, he's going to give you those desires because it's what he desires for you. But the only way we can do this is if we seek God with clarity going into the new year every year, seeking him, not depending on pop culture or the internet or our favorite celebrities to tell us what the new rhyme for the year is. I put on my Facebook, it was a joke. I was like, what's your rhyme, you know, for, for the year? You know, every year everybody comes up with something that rhymes and they say that's the word for the year. 
me, I just said 22, time to make it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? So, which I believe. But I believe that this is the year that God is going to use the people that are in position, right? That are in position, that are hungry, that are ready. Lord, any way you use me, I'll be satisfied, whatever that looks like. I believe that there are gifts that we have not even begun to tap into. We haven't even teetered on the precipice of the greatness that is on the inside of us. But I believe as we yield ourselves, as we make the vision visible, as we put in our hearts that we're determined to not get complacent, to not get comfortable. John Maxwell, I love this triple A reference that John Maxwell has in its awareness, attitude and action. That's what I want you to take away. Those These three takeaways, I want you to leave with this podcast understanding, having awareness, the right attitude, and then taking action, the triple A by John Maxwell. Because the awareness is your cognitive awareness, mentally, emotionally, and then even spiritually. Being aware that there is something greater for you. Being aware that what you've been through does not compare to where you are going. Being aware that there is a call and a vision for your life and you have to be able to see it through awareness and then attitude, keeping the right heart posture and having faith to believe that no matter what, uh, even when things don't go right, even when a global pandemic comes in and 15 different variants keep popping up, my attitude is still going to be able to say an attitude of gratitude. It's hard to be angry. It's hard to be upset when your attitude has gratitude, when you're grateful for even being alive. When you're grateful for not what you've lost, but what you have left. People who have, people who are the most successful are typically people who have the best attitudes about life, who have reprogrammed their minds and their neural pathways to always find the good and the positive. Those people are healthier. Those people overcome more. Those people succeed at a higher level because of their attitude, right? It's what they're releasing into the atmosphere, which draws positivity back to them, right? And then action. What is the action that you have to take? Because now it's not enough to have the vision, but it's making the vision visible. How are you going to make that vision visible? Because it's going to take action. It's not magic or a fairy tale. When we talk about manifestation, it's not the new age definition where a spooky thing just start happening when you put it out to the universe. No, the God of the universe, once he has placed something in your heart and you put it into the atmosphere, you commit it to God and you take the necessary steps when you make a move for your manifestation, that's when what you need will come to you. When they say, this, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. But you had to take an action. Even if it was mentally and emotionally, you had to position yourself to take an action to change your posture, to change your attitude. So taking action this year, once I've laid out the vision, what are the necessary action steps that I have to take? Because faith without works is still dead. So you can envision it, but if you're not taking the steps to make it visible, then it's still sitting in your head. You're making pretty pictures on a board for a vision board, but you're not creating a vision environment that motivates you and pushes you to do more, pushes you to get up every day and develop discipline, pushes you every day to make one more step, to do one more thing to get to that goal. When you don't feel like waking up, getting up anyway. Listen, I do a 6 a.m. prayer for going on three years now, three times a week. There are many days, baby, um, mm -mm, I don't want to do it. I don't. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to get up at 6 a.m. and pray on the, on the line. But I do it out of my discipline and my heart posture. 
because I love the women that I serve, because I love what I'm called to do and I identify that it's not about me. So when motivation wears off, you won't always be motivated. That's why you have to take action. And then once you take action, you get a little more motivated every time. So with that vision, making the vision visible, we got awareness, attitude, and what are the action steps? What are the, the action items to really manifest it? Because I am believing for the year 2022 to be an amazing year. Now, here's the thing. I believe every year is going to be an amazing year. That's the crazy part. Because things happening that are bad doesn't take away from the fact that it can still be amazing. I've lost a lot of people. I've lost a lot of things. But I still say this was an amazing year. I have my mind. I haven't lost my mind. I still have my health. I've had some health issues, but I'm still living. I have family. I still have people here who love me. I get to wake up every day and fulfill my purpose. That's an amazing life for me. Everything else comes with the territory. Everything else is highs and lows, hills and valleys. But it's still an amazing year. And I'm not going to let anybody tell me otherwise. For you, that's you. But as, as for me, I declare an amazing year every year. I declare healing. I declare the best. I speak that the best is still yet to come. Because that's my code of confidence. That's where my confidence lies. Knowing this, that he that has begun a good work in me, baby, he's going to perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. He's not done yet. And the Bible is before heaven and earth pass away and be no more. Well, before his word fail, heaven and earth has to pass away and be no more. Look outside your window. I guarantee you the heaven and earth is still there. From the time I'm recording this podcast to the time you're listening to it, the heaven and the earth is still there. So that means God can't lie. That means whatever he promised me, whatever he promised you, it still has to happen. But you got to make the vision visible. Awareness, attitude, and action. Habakkuk 2, write the vision, make it plain. So they that read it can run with it. Who's called to run with you this year? Right? We always talk about who we cutting off or who can't come with us. But think about who is coming. Think about who God is going to send. Will you be in the position to receive them when they come? Will you have the vision written plainly so they can read it and run with it? Proverbs 29, 18. Without a vision, the people perish. Maybe you've been disappointed this year like a lot of us many years past. But that disappointment doesn't destroy the destiny that God has for you. I like that. The disappointment does not destroy the destiny that God has for you. Though the vision, Terry, wait for it. I always say, well, Rome wasn't built in the day. Another course is putting your 10,000 hours. The overnight success usually took, what, 10 years? Keep going. You've come this far. Why quit now? Why give up now? So what? It didn't work out the way you wanted to. None of us, it did. But it doesn't matter. It's not what happens to you. It's what you choose to do with what happens to you. It's what you choose to do with that situation and make it better. What is your code of confidence? I had a whole nother story that I wanted to share, but I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to share it. But I want to end us with this quote. And there's also a quote by Eric Thomas that it keeps popping up. It says, although my circumstance was homeless, my vision wasn't. Although my circumstance was homeless, my vision wasn't. Does your vision have a home? Where does your vision live? And are you taking the steps and make it visible? Awareness, attitude, and action.
This is Destiny Inspire. This episode was sponsored by The Queen Experience, taking place January the 15th and the 16th. You can now get virtual tickets online at The Queen Experience with an X, no E, queenexperience.com. This is a weekend of acceleration, activation, and implementation where we are helping you not just believe for the vision for your life, but build it out in your entrepreneurship endeavors, your brand, your business, your life, and your confidence. So meet us there online, live, virtual, January 15th and 16th, The Queen Experience. I'll drop the link. Can't wait to see you there. Abundance is your birthright. They search from Mr. Ash Cash's brand. So we thank you for joining us. Catch the next episode of the Code of Confidence podcast, where we have candid, encouraging, and uncomfortable conversations around confidence. So be sure to like, to share, subscribe, and tell me what you think. What is your vision looking like for this year, right? Are you excited about another year? I am. No matter what happens, I know God got me. And I know that my vision shall come to pass. I love you. I love you so much. Walk in your power. Command your own. Destiny inspired. Signing out.